0: happening this is daryl with another narratives over wine and whiskey podcast episode as always we're having interesting conversations about prevalent topics over a good glass of wine or whiskey today i'm working on a glass of suntory whiskey um it is a japanese brand very very smooth reminds me a lot of scotch um which actually is is interesting because the first time i um I stopped in Japan on a layover I bought a bottle of Japanese whiskey And it tastes very similar But, you know I definitely suggest you, you try it Because you, you, it's smoother But still just a, a great taste Very different from bourbon If that's what you're used to drinking Very different from Irish whiskey um, So yeah, check it out sometime But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into today's topic um, I know we've all had time to Hopefully process or work on begin processing the death of one of the greatest athletes in our era, Kobe Bryant. And I will be the first to say that while I was not Kobe's biggest fan, I had no ill will toward the man. I just, you know, when I was when I was younger, Mike was it, um, AI was it. I, for a while though, I'm not not that tall anymore. I played forward. Dennis Rodman was one of my favorite players. I liked Dirk Nowitzki. You know, I, I, but I, I definitely could always appreciate and respect the man's game, um, his ability to push through and achieve what he set out to achieve. And so in the weeks since he passed, I've had some time to reflect. Um, I remember where I was at the time that I found out he died. I was in Miami about to hop on a boat tour Heard the news. We were talking about it on the tour. It was um, just a few people from around the country. Uh, one lady from France. She wasn't as as tapped into who Kobe was in America, but she, she knew of the man. So, international superstar, legend in his own right. And um, yeah, so like I said, since his passing, I've, I've had some time to think more about him what his life meant and truly I've learned more about him in his passing than I I ever knew about the man during his life so you know we've all heard he was a workaholic very driven to succeed but after listening to more interviews from him doing some some reading about him some research I found myself often asking why was he this way and as I record this episode, excuse me, as I record this episode on the day that he and his daughter Gianna Bryant were memorialized, I must say I'm starting to understand it. Um, and this is not to take away from the other lives that were lost on that day. Very tragic situation. Um, children, adults, you know, family members, mothers, fathers. It's, it's sad all the way around. But today I want to hone in on Kobe Bryant and on his impact Not just on black culture, but on America as a whole. So I'm going to start with with where we met Kobe. We met Kobe as an athlete. I mean, plain and simple. How many young athletes are there who say, I want to make it to the league? Whatever league it may be, you know, National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, soccer, soccer field hockey, wrestling. There are so many young people who want to make it to the professional level. Just just make it there. This young man actually did it. Um, and, and it wasn't just his athleticism because I am certain for every brother I know, we each know five brothers who in their youth were as athletic, naturally athletic, as Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, we all know cats who really have not just the physique, but the raw talent that will take them or it could take them to the next level. I can think of a few cats I went to to um, high school with who I'm sure if they had had the opportunity coupled with the work ethic that some of these NBA superstars had. You know, they, they could have been Steph Curry. they could have been Mike. It just didn't work out that way. Um, And and it didn't work out that way because part of it is opportunity, uh, which actually I'll toss you a book to to check out when you get a chance. There's a book by Malcolm Gladwell called Outliers, and it talks about how someone becomes an outlier within their field. Phenomenal read helped me understand a lot about the road to success. So check it out when you get a chance. Um, I would say Kobe Bryant probably would fit in one of these outlier categories if we if we did a deep dive on his life and actually not even probably um, definitely would fit in one of these categories just because of who his father was so yeah check out the book great read anyway his athleticism plus his hard work are really what made him the superstar that he that he was you know he you, know, you hear stories about and he told them himself you get to the gym early you leave late willing to put in that extra work in the in the weight room practicing those shots consistently missing and missing and missing, missing them to figure out why you're missing them so that next time you won't so that when it really matters you don't miss that shot those things are so critical when you're thinking about succeeding and it's not just on the court um it's writing those bad pages so that that great book can be finished it's dealing with the tough edits that you really don't want to hear. Those are the things that are going to make you stand out at the end of the day. So, yeah, Kobe was a great athlete, you know, could jump out of the gym. So what? So could the guys on the N1 mixtapes. And, I mean, no disrespect to him, but I ain't seen hot sauce for the professor in a minute. Just the fact of the matter. So, yeah, um... His athleticism his willpower to make sure that he was the best I personally don't know many people who can say at any point in their life that they could take Michael Jordan on go head-to-head and hold their own but not only did he do it with Michael Jordan he did it with Michael Jordan Scottie Pippen you know um, Derek Rose Reggie Miller um, LeBron James D Wade Chris Paul, he really took the time to make sure that he was good enough to play anyone who would come to him. Allen Iverson, you know, he, Tracy McGrady, I could go, I could go down, down the list. This man made sure he could score on and defend anyone who came into his arena or in any arena that he went into. That's big. I can say right now that there are people I knew in high school I could beat, but there are people I knew, you know what? I might not be good enough to hold this guy. Kobe never had that mindset. He said, I'm going to make sure that I can hold whoever I have to play and he did it. And if he didn't, he held his own. Sure he lost some, but in his prime and even after he was never, I can't recall the time he was embarrassed by someone that's major so yeah his athleticism was unmatched and um, he made sure that, that it continued to develop because of his work ethic but when you think about Kobe you don't just think about his athletic ability you don't only think about those amazing shots he took or those mind-blowing dunks or, or the crossovers against people who you thought couldn't be crossed. You also think about the fact that he was a floor general. He truly had a leadership about him that put him in the position to, to be unquestionable. You know, you can't say you're the best and not work to become better. Because someone's always working to be better than you. So, He he truly put himself out there to say, I'm the best, test me. He accepted the pressure that came with being the leader of the team. He took those shots that he needed to take to win the game or lose the game. And he accepted that responsibility. He knew what he needed to be the best with the best a crazy week at work so I wasn't able to catch the memorial service today but one clip that I heard was pretty, pretty cool was Shaq talking about how Kobe or well, the teammates didn't think that Kobe was passing the ball enough and so Shaq told Kobe what we've all heard in our elementary, middle, and high school basketball um, practices there's no I in team and legend has it Or Shaq tells it That Kobe said Yeah but there is an Emmy in that well, Yeah you know the rest um, <laughs> Some would find that level of arrogance To be Off putting But it truly was confidence That was well earned And deserved So can you really be mad at the man For knowing that he's the best To have done it over the past 20 years When did Magic get gone? Over the past 30 uh, years for the Los Angeles Lakers? You can't be mad at him. He said what he said. And just to make a quick point, I'm going to ask a question. Hey Siri, how many championships did Kobe Bryant win? Kobe Bryant won five championships. That's five more championships than almost anybody in the world who's Commentating on Kobe Bryant's life, and that's more championships than they've won on most levels. You know, there's not a high school player who's won five championships, middle school, college. No one can say they've won five championships in one league at any level, unless you're talking about um, pee wee or or AAU, but professionally. Most people can't say they won five championships. And that's that's because Kobe knew what he deserved and wasn't afraid to go after it. Not only did he go straight to the NBA from Lower Marion High School, but then instead of going with whatever team drafted him and being thankful he got drafted into the league, like many people would do, he said, no. I'm not playing for the Hornets. I need to be somewhere else where I can win. And so we went to the Lakers. Be bold about knowing what you need to succeed and go after it. Don't settle for anything less. If you know that you need to be at Harvard, be at Harvard. If you know you need to be at North Carolina AT to get that engineering degree, be at North Carolina A&T. Do not settle for less. That's one thing that that I learned from him. I'm like, wow, the audacity. If If the Miami Dolphins drafted me tomorrow, I'm going to the Dolphins. Even though I want to play for the Giants, I'm going to the Dolphins because that's an opportunity for me to go somewhere and do something. He said, I don't want to go somewhere and do something. I want to go to the best place I can be in, to be the best that I can be and win the most rooms possible. And that's what the hell he did. Um, Lastly, I want to talk about... His level of dedication to his family um, and, and, and to to crushing the myth of work-life balance <laughs> my generation is notorious notorious for um, thinking that we should have work-life balance but I don't think we always understand that concept we think that it is an actual balance that we will achieve and that there will be scales that are even and that's just not going to happen unless you come from generational wealth if you come from generational wealth that's different but if you're having to work yourself up to the next level it's not about work life balance it's about sacrificing yourself for them to have more It's about working. It's about giving to your family. It's about losing some of your own happiness. And that's not saying don't care for yourself. That's not saying don't take vacations. Don't enjoy life. But this whole idea that, you know what? I'm going to wake up at 7, be at work at 8, be off at 5, and enjoy my night all the time. That's cool if you want to live an average life. Then you do average things. But Kobe woke up at 4:30, or excuse me, supposedly was at the gym at 4:30, so that then he could come back home, take his kids to school, spend that that um, bit of time with them, and then go back to work. That's huge. He gave up his sleep. He could have not taken his kids to school. He had enough money to have someone else take them to school, um, or you know his wife. I'm not sure um, all that she does. I'm sure she's very active. But he was the main breadwinner. You know, that that can't be contested. Um, So he could have placed that responsibility on her. But he said, I want this time with them. So as opposed to work-life balance, I'm going to have work, family, and I'll sleep when I sleep. I think that we have to really have that level of work ethic if we want to reach a level of success that we can or not even success, not in, not in the traditional sense, success to me is not about money. It's not about having things. Um, those things are very nice. You want to pass something on. But more than anything, the level of impact that you want to have, you have to live a life that is going to have a positive impact on those around you. That's that's the charge that that I'm placing on you, that all of those before us placed on us. If we don't have a positive impact on those around us, what the hell are we here for? Um, so, yeah, he, he you probably heard this already. He purchased the helicopter because he wanted to spend more time with his children. He said traffic in L.A. was too crazy. By the time he left the house, got to the gym, got back, he was missing out on, on 20, 30 minutes with his children, taking them to school in the mornings. So he got the helicopter so we he could miss out on all that traffic. That how ironic that is, because that's what ended up taking his life. But that's what also who knows? He could have died in a car accident on his way to Staples Center. You never know. So he could have gained years with his kids because he had the helicopter. We really, we we could never begin to imagine those things. Um, but the fact that he was that intentional about the time he spent. I think we should all work on being as intentional. Um, in a co- Next week, right? Next week, i got to go to D.C. for work. And so I um, I asked my wife to go into work an hour late um, on the day that I have to go because you just never know. And I've, I've always thought like this, especially since I lost my father in 2011. Every moment I can spend with someone I care about, I'm going to try to spend it with them. And so I told her, hey, you know, go on to work an hour late because God forbid I come back and you're not here or or um, I don't come back because who knows what happens. That extra hour will, will mean a lot to either of us. So, yeah, I, I really value the fact that he said, you know what, I have the resources to give my children an extra 20 or 30 minutes in the morning. And I'm going to do that. Everyone doesn't have that opportunity, but if you do, I strongly suggest you um you you give them, give those that you love everything that you can while you're here. I'm gonna leave you with this this last piece because those are my three lessons from Kobe. You know, he had the skill, he had the talent, um, he then took on the leadership, and lastly he found out that more than work life balance, it's about sacrifice to give those what you want, something bigger and better. Life isn't about how much you have, but how much of your ability you're able to tap into. Kobe may not have reached his potential, but he damn sure got closer than a lot of us. um, Than a lot of us have, but maybe not than, than all of us will. He may have sparked something in someone that's going to lead us to not only find a cure for cancer, which... I personally believe has already been found, but also that will allow us to then publicize it and produce it, um, or, or or whatever else major. You know, someone who can find a way to colonize another planet, or get us to to another realm of the universe that we knew nothing about. We all have potential to do things much greater than we know and that we that we've tapped into. And I think that um, if Kobe left anything behind, that's that's one of the things that he left um, Take take the lessons he left Here And use them to make a better version of yourself Build something more Not only for you but for your legacy Wake up a little earlier, work a little harder And when you do decide to retire You'll know you gave your all to whatever Or whomever it is you love That's it That's my, my podcast My tribute to um, Kobe Bryant Three lessons And um, I'm out